fellow conservatives in Tennessee. This is Brandon Lewis, you know, the publisher of Tennessee's only conservative news publication that is 100% focused on the volunteer state. Welcome to the TenCon Big 7. We've got endorsements, 25 of them, folks that I personally believe you should vote for. We have got uh, more information about the Rhino Report, the Tennessee Freedom Summit, and some stories that are just frankly going to knock your socks off. Now listen, I've got a lot to do today. I've got to grab stuff, read things. You're going to have to lean in there with me and, and really listen. Now, this is going to be a longer newscast than is typical because we've got to cover these 25 endorsements. So, for those of you who are lazy conservatives, you want to listen to five minutes of something and tune out, this is not going to be the best podcast for you. But for those of you who really care about what's going on in Tennessee, buddy, this is going to be a barn burner. First off, if you have not gotten, and many of you have not, and it does perplex and mesmerize me, it does baffle me and puzzle me, if you have not requested your Rhino Report by going to rhinoreport.net, and Jason is putting that uh, in the comments section, everything we're talking about today, if you go to the podcast notes or if you go to social media, it will be in the notes. Rhino Report, it is 25 pages of, of things that make rhinos in Nashville very angry. Uh, this report has uh, gotten me a lot of disdain a lot of anger. Um, we've got news coverage from even the left-leaning media outlets in Tennessee about these rhinos. Do go to rhinoreport.net. Get your copy so you know who and not to vote for uh, and you know the record. This isn't like my personal opinion. This is how they voted. It's all in here. All right. Enough of that. Next up, if you have not purchased your tickets to the Tennessee Freedom Summit, don't be cheap. Don't be lazy. Help our organization right now. We only have about 4%, I think we're creeping up on 4% of people who listen to the podcast, follow us on social media, or subscribe who give. This is a fundraiser, but, 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 you also get to meet the most engaged and concerned and influential conservatives that care about grassroots issues in the state. We're going to start off with a fantastic welcome reception at the Bold Patriot Brewing. If you've never been to this place, it is something to see. We're going to all get together there. It's going to be catered. It's going to be fantastic. It's going to be a lot of fun. And then we're going to dig in and get to work the next day at the general session in downtown Nashville. All the details are at TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. Do get your tickets. You are crazy if you do not. I don't know what to do for you if you don't support us. you got to put your money and your time where your mouth is. Go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. You can see that. I hope to see you there. It's it's a, almost a month away, a little bit more than a month away. Go ahead and register. Bring a friend. Buy some tickets for some other people. Sponsor. Get a table. Get your conservative organization in front of the influencers that matter. All right. We're going to get into the endorsements. Into the endorsements. And these are our editorial staff endorsements. There's a lot of them I'm going to read. Some of them I will wax uh, on about a little bit. Most of them, I'm just going to read the names. Now, we're going to send out this endorsement list as a separate standalone email. It will also be underneath the opinion section on the Tennessee Conservative. You can go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com and get it. But I'm going to gloss over these right now. Now listen, before we get started, somebody once told me, I don't know the secret to happiness, but the secret to misery is to try to please everybody. So it doesn't matter what we do here at the Tennessee Conservative. We get the emails, the I don't like this, and you don't cover enough of that, and they're typically people that don't give money either, so that doesn't really bother me. People that don't put their money where their mouth is. 
Um, and people complain about things, but they don't actually get engaged. They don't get involved. They want to write emails and post on social media, and that's great, but it's not quite enough. And so we're probably going to make some people mad with these endorsements. That's okay. There are three things I want you to keep in mind. Number one, policy over personality. At the Tennessee Conservative, we don't care if you're a good girl or a good gal, if you go to church on Sunday, if you help old ladies across the street, if, if you are as uh, clean as the wind-driven uh, snow and morally virtuous. What we care about is practical policy, how you vote, uh, your history, uh, your behavior as it relates to legislation and administration. It's about filling a job. It is not about cultivating a friendship. I've got tons of friends. If I want to be friends with somebody, I'll just be friends with them. Voting for someone is about filling a job. It's about what type of Tennessee we want. Number two, rhinos and bench warmers. Anywhere there's a rhino or a bench warmer, if there is a conservative challenger, we are likely going to be for them. Why? We need brave, bold conservatives in positions of power. If someone has a bad or a mediocre record up in the legislature, uh, if, if they are driven and funded by corporate left-leaning media packs and corporations, we're just probably not going to support them. We want people that are not beholden to these corporate special interests that drive the Republican Party further and further to the left at all levels, at the state party level, at the House uh, leadership level, at the Senate leadership level, and in the governor's mansion. We've got too much corporate corruption, too much lobbying going on up there. I'd rather have people that are new and fresh uh, because we already know that some of these people have bad records. And finally, please don't get mad at us. Uh, if you get upset, mad, angry, hold a grudge every time somebody supports something different than you do in an election, you will have very few conservative friends, uh, and it makes it very difficult. All that having been said, here's a list of endorsements. I'm not saying that they're perfect. I'm not saying that, that we know exactly if these are the right ones, but we're going to go after it. So, in no particular order, so if you are buried somewhere down here, it has nothing to do with your, your importance to us. We're just going through his. So in State Senate District 5, we are endorsing Earl Seagrest against Randy McNally. Okay, I've met Earl. Earl seems to be very conservative. Uh, he, he believes in term limits, honest elections, but I've just watched Randy McNally. When we had to have those medical freedom sessions, he was the last one to come around. Uh, that incumbent protection legislation that they recently passed, he's all about that. But when it comes to uh, doing anything about taxpayer-funded lobbyists uh, or anything about the real corrupting influences in Nashville, he doesn't care about it because that's not where you get your you know, $250 bottles of bourbon and your steak dinners and your $450,000 per member in lobbying. Uh, I, I just don't believe in all that. Now, here's another person that we're endorsing, Kent Morrell. He is running in the state Senate in District 7 against Richard Briggs. Uh, Richard Briggs has some real bad votes. You can look in the Rhino Report and see them, um, and, and, and they're terrible votes. And we've actually got an article about how the teachers' unions are asking Democrats to cross over and vote for Briggs right now. We're going to do a story about that when we get done. That's a big deal. Uh, but Kent Morrell would be a great alternative, in my opinion, and uh, he is an advocate for health care reform, parental rights, tax relief, which we need in fiscal responsibility. He is fully pro-life, and I've watched McNally drive his, uh, drag his feet on some pro-life issues as well. We need strong, conservative leadership. Another one we're endorsing, State Senate District 8, Frank Nicely. He is running for re-election. Now, Frank doesn't really give a you-know-what about what he says to the press, which I love. And he has said some things. He's like, I'm not apologizing for that. I love that stuff. And, uh, you know, he did try to kick some people out of the uh, <laughs> the congressional primary 
uh, and that's a little bit of home cooking. But you know what? On the issues, I like Frank. I'm supporting him. Uh, State Senate, District 11, Bo Watson. Bo Watson uh, sponsored legislation to protect uh, freedom of speech on social media platforms and push that through. Uh, he is my state senator. I've known him for a long time. We don't agree on everything, on every issue. But overall, when it comes to being a thoughtful uh, caretaker of the taxpayer dollars and uh, also uh, helping us with social media censorship, uh, we're uh, for Bo. And Bo also uh, was recognized in the Rhino Report for his leadership. Somebody to think about. Another one that we're endorsing here, State Senate uh, District 13, Dawn White. She is running for re-election. She headed up the committee that tried to find answers to Tennessee's illegal immigration problems. I frankly wish she would be more outspoken on getting some of that legislation passed. We need somebody that's going to be uh, against illegal immigration in the Senate, and we don't have a whole lot of strong advocates. With the, the advocates we do have are strong, but they're not great in number because the Chamber of Commerce uh, at the state level and the NFIB, they love illegal immigration because of the cheap labor. They don't care about the havoc that it wreaks in our um, health care, education, or criminal justice system, or the, the uh, safety nets in our state. They don't care about that. Uh, but Don White at least took us in the right direction there. I hope we have more outspoken uh, senators in the chamber about that. Now, another endorsement. Uh, State Senate District 16, Janice Bowling. She is the Iron Lady, the Iron Lady of the Tennessee Senate. And this, this lady has been awesome. She's actually speaking at the Tennessee Freedom Summit. Do get your tickets. Uh, she's voted conservatively during her career in the Tennessee Senate and has sponsored legislation on election integrity, uh, state sovereignty, parents' rights. She, she stood up, her and a few others that we're going to talk about here, her and Mark Pody, Terry Lynn Weaver, uh, a few others when nobody else would, when they, everybody was hiding behind Governor Lee's uh, unconstitutional coattails while he was shutting down businesses, churches, and gyms, and really just running roughshod over everyone's constitutional rights, a thing that I will never be able to forget. Janice was probably the leader getting our rights back, and that woman needs all your support. Mark Pody, he ain't just a nice guy. He's right on the issues. Uh, he's consistently pro-life, uh, pro-conservative legislation, anti-corporate corruption, uh, anti-corporate welfare, uh, you know, has worked to demand transparency on taxpayer-funded lobbyists. He's got a great record, Mark Pody. You should be voting for him. You should support him. Now, here's one that's going to make some people mad. Here you go. Going to make some folks mad. In State Senate District 27, I'm supporting Gary Humble, and I'll tell you why. It ain't like Jack Johnson's terrible. He's not terrible. But he was not standing up for us. He carries the governor's water on a lot of legislation because that's what the majority leader does. And he could not find it to stand up to Governor Lee's tyranny. That's a big litmus test for me. That's the reason I started the Tennessee Conservatives because I watched our constitutional rights being eroded. And uh, Gary has been a fighter. And I'll tell you something. We're going to talk about a story here. There's a pack that has been attacking Gary, and it's just a bunch of lies. And I'll talk to you about the lies. And when packs show up and attack uh, an opponent of an incumbent, there may not be any connection, but it's the same money. Jack's money, the pack's money, same money. You do the math. I don't like that kind of stuff. Uh, and it's untrue. It's untrue what they've said. Uh, Gary, when I started the Tennessee Conservative and looked around for somebody that was fighting for medical freedom and personal freedom and civil freedom, Gary was out there. So many of these people in the state Senate and the state House were not. And uh, you may not like Gary because he's brash. You may not like him because he's forward. You may not like him because he tells it like it is and he doesn't kiss a bunch of you-know-what and he doesn't want to climb the ladder. 
But when push comes to shove, um, and especially since Jack Johnson had a huge role in getting the tax on the gas, we don't need more taxes in Tennessee, and, and Jack was a big, a p- big proponent of the gas tax. Uh, for those reasons and others, and, and some of this stuff that we voted in with this corporate welfare here recently and this bloated budget that we just passed, I'm going to be supporting Gary Humble. Not because I think Jack's a, a bad person. I just think we need somebody that's a little bit more to the right. Uh, and also, Gary has pledged he would not take all this left-leaning corporate PAC money. I'm sorry, you take millions of dollars from PACs, they're going to come with their handout, and you're going to have to do their bidding. That's just how it works. Here's another endorsement. State Senate, District 28. Joey Hensley running for re-election. He's had a consistent voting record of conservatively sponsored medical freedom, anti-abortion, anti-CRT bills. He's also sponsored bills protecting Tennessee's children and has stood against corporate welfare and illegal immigration. Joey Hensley. So for his voting record, he was in the top five Freedom Caucus conservatives. I think you should vote for him. All right. Here's another one. Larry Linton. We're going to the House now. House of Representatives. Larry Linton's running against incumbent Dale Carr. Dale Carr last um, last session had some good votes and some bad votes, very mixed bag, um, but not really pushing anything, not really carrying the torch. Uh, like I said, we need folks that are conservative, active, and outspoken for their constituents. We can't afford bench warmers because we have so few conservatives up in Nashville. We need everybody pulling their weight and somebody else's. So I'm endorsing Larry Linton. Uh, I've talked to him a lot. I've got to know him. He believes in the Christian-inspired founding principles. Uh, he believes that uh, liberty is a gift from our Creator, and it doesn't come from Bill Lee's desk. I, I, that's my words, not his. Next one, State uh, House District uh, 18, Elaine Davis, who's running for the seat vacated by Eddie Manis. Lord, she couldn't do a worse job than Eddie Manis. That's when all the vouching stuff pretty much went out the window in the Tennessee Republican Party because everybody got so mad because Eddie Manis got vouched for even though he voted like a Democrat. Uh, and and he voted like a Democrat being up in the House. He's been a terrible uh, legislator. Uh, Manis uh, was censured by West Knox Republicans for a consistent opposition to conservative efforts uh, to promote and the promotion of leftist ideology. And so Davis, uh, Lane Davis, is the vice chair of the Knox GOP She's taking a leave of absence while running, so I would say uh, report her because uh, many people say that uh, Janet Testerman is Manus 2.0. We don't need any rhinos up there. We need outspoken conservatives. Next one, Brian Ritchie is running against incumbent Bob Ramsey, and that is in House District 20. Uh, Brian Ritchie, uh, Ramsey chairs the House subcommittee, and the subcommittee killed many bills last session. He was terrible. Ramsey has voted to raise the gas tax, supported repealing uh, voter ID laws, and also sponsored a bill that would have allowed minors to receive medical procedures, including vaccines without parental consent. We need to get rid of him, and you need to vote uh, for Mr. Ritchie. Next one, Monty Fritz. Monty Fritz is running against Kent Calfee, and Monty Fritz is running in District 32. Monty Fritz believes that all Tennesseans are essential and have God-given rights to earn a living. Fritz says that parents are the final arbiters of what their children uh, learn, and medical freedom is a basic right, uh, that it's not delegated by governments or corporations. Uh, Fritz promises to fight uh, to protect District 32 uh, from out-of-state PACs and corporations and uphold the Tennessee Constitution. Strongly endorsed Dennis Powers. State Senate House 36, Representative Powers has a consistent voting record and has sponsored legislation to protect freedom of speech 
on social media platforms. He also sponsored legislation to combat illegal immigration in Tennessee. He was fought by the rhinos every step of the way on both of these pieces of legislation, and they ultimately got killed. We cannot have bench warmers and rhinos up there if we're going to get good conservative legislation out there. All right, next one. Terry Lynn Weaver. She's running for re-election. I don't know who's running against her. I don't even know the name of the gentleman, and I don't care because you ain't getting any better better than Terry Lynn Weaver. Like on a scale of 1 to 10, Terry Lynn Weaver's like a 9.5, and chances are whoever's running against her is probably like a 4. We can't replace the few awesome, honest, hardworking conservatives we have up in Tennessee with gambles. We can't gamble that somebody else is going to be conservative. And any time you vote against Terry Lynn Weaver, you're, you're gambling, and I don't think you're going to win. And so Representative Weaver is one of the biggest fighters of freedom in the House. She has fought for uh, years for parental rights and medical freedom due to her voting record and consistent stance. She is one of the top five Freedom Caucus conservatives. Next one, State House District 59. Michelle Foreman. She's a member of the SEC, and she has supported uh, policies that limit government overreach, put taxpayer interest ahead of special interest, and get government out of the way. Uh, she's been a good grassroots fighter in House District 63. I'm endorsing, and we are endorsing at the Tennessee Conservative, Lori Cardoza Moore, and she has been active in speaking against critical race theory for over a decade. Her platform includes getting CRT out of the schools, stopping federal vax and mask mandates, securing the voting process against voter fraud, and she is pro-life and stands for small business, low taxes, and the Second Amendment. She's going to be speaking at the Tennessee Freedom Summit. I think you should vote for her. Next one, State House 63, Scott Sapicki, running for re-election. He's got a hard job on that education committee. Uh, and he has tried to improve things. Uh, he is he is a fighter. Uh, he has a history of voting conservatively. He's sponsored bills to protect Tennessee's uh, children from obscene materials uh, during his voter. He's had a very consistent voting record. It's hard when you work on the education committee because half our budget thereabouts goes to it, and the performance is awful. Yet you've got all these votes that come from teachers unions and all these people that, that don't really care about the performance of the schools. Well, Scott's got to you know walk that fine line of trying to improve education, give people uh, choices uh, while not alienate people, and I think he does a good job of that. Clay Doggett, next endorsement, Tennessee uh, House District 70. This is only for the if you're it's not for the faint of heart. We've got a lot of people to, to endorse here. State uh, House District uh, 70, Clay Doggett, is running for re-election. Representative Doggett is a strong Second Amendment advocate and has sponsored bills regarding medical freedom, among others. And he's got a strong voting record, and we put him on the top five Freedom Caucus conservatives in the House. He needs your vote, needs your support. State House District 92, another good one, Todd Warner. Todd Warner, he's running for re-election. Uh, Warner sponsored the patient protection bill that died uh, a swift death due to Ramsey. Ramsey killed that bill in the House Subcommittee. He's also sponsored legislation to demand transparency for taxpayer-funded lobbyists. That got killed. That got killed in the government committee. My current, uh, my current uh, state rep, I guess for another day or two, um, Esther Helton wouldn't even second, wouldn't even second the motion uh, to hear the bill about the uh, stopping taxpayer-funded lobbying. We just got corruption on these state and local government committees up in Nashville. They care more about the lobbyists. They care more about, I don't know what they get, I guess just the power of government and the bureaucracy than they do the taxpayers and transparency. All right, now here's one's going to make a lot of people mad. You ready? Send your hate mail to complaints at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Now, if that bounces back and says it's not a real email address, don't you believe it? 
Don't you believe it? I care. I carefully read all of those complaints at TennesseeConservativeNews.com. Send your complaints there. U.S. House of Representatives, uh, and this is District 5. I'm going to go for Andy Ogles. Now, why would I go for Andy Ogles over all the people we have? And this is one that will make people mad. Again, similar to my endorsement of Gary Humble, my wholehearted endorsement of that gentleman. When I started this publication, because our gyms were closed down, our schools were closed down, our churches were closed down, people were discriminated against because of the type of job they had, nobody cared about their family, their constitutional rights were trampled. One of the few people that were speaking out about this at the state level was Andy Ogles, who had a platform and, here's a big one, stood to lose something by speaking out. Anybody can speak out after the fact, and everybody was harumph, harumph about medical freedom in the sessions, but, buddy, it took about an 18-month buildup to get any crap done up there because everybody, again, was hiding behind Bill Lee's coattails. They were listening to their corporate PAC paymasters, and they wouldn't do what was right for me and you. And we know now that everything has come down the pike and all the studies have been done that all that lockdown and other nonsense and mandates did jack doodly squat, except ruin our economy. Look around. Andy Ogles was fighting against that. Now, I will give a shout-out to Robbie Starbuck. I'm not, I, I wouldn't vote for him in this contest, but I think that he was a strong advocate and he spoke out. Uh, but when you run a campaign, part of Campaigning 101 is like reading the rules. And the rules are like you got to vote in X number. It's the only way you're going to get in without any hassle. A lot of people decided they were going to run for Congress before they ever, you know, some campaign manager should have been like, hey, man, look, we got to do all this stuff. And the fact that nobody ever did is kind of like amazing. And the fact that nobody did with several candidates is even more amazing still. And so that's just, you got to have your ducks in a row if you're going to run for office. And that's one of those things you got to figure out well in advance, uh, not at the end. Uh, I had mixed feelings about him being on or off the ballot. Uh, but Andy Ogles, that'd be my guy. That's who I would vote for. But I can't. Here's some Tennessee judges. We've only got one endorsement here uh, because it's the only person that I, that I know that's running, um, and that's District 75 Circuit Court Judge Bruce Griffey. Bruce Griffey was just freaking amazing in, in the sessions. Now, did he piss everybody off? Yeah. Did he make a lot of friends? No. But I'd rather have somebody that stood on principle instead of on politics or personality, and Bruce Griffey worked tirelessly to fight against illegal immigration. He was our strongest advocate for a more secure Tennessee of anybody. You may not like him. You may not like him because he was so outspoken. Many rhinos won't, but I don't care. He's also uh, fought for protection of our uh, children in Tennessee schools from damaging ideologies, uh, protecting the expansion of our se Second Amendment rights, uh, and protecting the unborn. Uh, he would be a very conservative judge. I think you need him. Bruce Griffey. GOP, State Executive Committee, uh, here in the 2nd Senatorial District, uh, Mark Pulliam is a write-in candidate. Apparently nobody filed in time to be on the ballot. And he said, well, I'll just be a write-in candidate. Mark Pulliam. So if you're in the 2nd Senatorial District, Mark writes for us. He's conservative. He wants to see reform in the Republican Party, and God knows it needs it in Tennessee. It is a – I don't even know what it does half the time. I'm not, I mean, there are some local chapters that are pretty darn good, but most chapters of the Republican Party – and I'm not all of them. I've been to some good ones. I can think of a few off the top of my head, like Wilson County, really strong. I love those guys up there. Uh, but most Republican parties, it, it's like a bunch of backbiting, and we're going to sit in a room and listen to the rhinos tell us how awesome they are, and I, I derive all of my value as a member of the Republican Party because I get together and eat and socialize, and I want to be friends with the people in office. That's never been my take. 
I want people in office that are going to actually vote and push for conservative policy even if they don't get the PAC money from the corporations. And so I, I think that Mark is the kind of person that would shake things up and would call a spade a spade, and we need more of that in the Republican Party from the top down in Tennessee. County, uh, uh, only one other county thing I'm going to tell you about, Hamilton County endorsements, because I am from Hamilton County. I do care about this county. I've watched it go downhill, especially in the city limits uh, here the last 8 to, to, to 12, 13 years, and we need to pull this puppy back out of the fire, and that is Larry Grone and Virginia Ann Mason. Larry Grone and Virginia Ann Mason, I know both of them to be conservatives, and I don't. they're both going to be far better than their opponents. So you need to get out and vote for Larry Grone and or Virginia Ann Mason if that is your school district. Woo! That's a lot of stuff, isn't it, boys and girls? You could start a small, you could burn a wet mule with all the paper that I'm going through today. Let's move on. We Finally, gosh, the news. We're going to get to some news, Brandon. This is the, 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 the TenCon Big 7 News update not the endorsement of candidates but hey man we got to get to this all right next story pack sends deceptive mailer targeting conservative candidate running against gop incumbent tennessee conservatives pack not affiliated with our publication and i wouldn't say that they're conservatives i'd say they're liars sent a deceptive mailer to williamson county voters alleging that district 27 candidate gary humble is a grifter and that he has a long history of selling out conservatives, which is an utter and teetotal lie. It's exactly the opposite. So we're not affiliated with that pack. Gary Humble is currently running against uh, Senate leader incumbent Jack Johnson, who I don't think is a bad person. He does not have a terrible record. He just does not have a good one, in my opinion. And he was not nearly as outspoken about getting me and you back, our freedoms during all this stuff, because when you're the majority leader... You had to choose between carrying the governor's water, which was a very rough bucket to carry, and doing what's right for the constitutional rights of your constituents. And in my opinion, sometimes people value climbing the ladder, getting to be the Speaker of the, of the House or the Speaker of the Senate, more than they value what's right for the constituents. They get involved in the political game instead of the constituent game, which is the only game that counts. And they said, they claim that Gary is not conservative and that he actively worked against Tennessee conservatives and Republican Governor Bill Lee to prevent his conservative agenda. But everything they referenced on that mailer is an article in The Lookout that was mad at Gary because he was actually doing conservative things, not Republican things, and calling out the fact that conservatives and Republicans weren't acting like it. So this is a big pile of lies. And so whoever runs the Tennessee Conservative PAC is a liar and cannot be trusted. So if you pull up the Tennessee Conservative PAC and if you see whoever runs or donates to it, number one, I'll tell you a few things. Number one, whoever runs it is a liar because this is not true. So if you run the Tennessee Conservative PAC, you are a liar. If you're a consultant, if you're a coach, if you're a friend, if you're a whatever, and the people who gave money to this Tennessee Conservative PAC to run this are also affiliated with liars. So I would recommend that you go to Tennessee Conservative PAC and you look at you look at where the money came from and you look at who runs it and you will know they are liars and they are not to be trusted. And I bet you'll find a bunch of left-leaning corporations and your typical rhino suspects running something like this. And that's just the truth. And I think Jack Johnson should come out and say, that is not true. You may not like Gary Jack, but this is unfair and it is untrue. And you need to come out and say, 
this is unfair and untrue because it completely and totally is, and I think everybody involved in it knows it. Next story, Tennessee Education Association encourages crossover rating by Democrats to vote for Rhino Senator Briggs. The Tennessee Education Association has sent out a mailer supporting Republican Senator uh, Richard Briggs, which you would expect Democrats to support rhinos, from Knoxville uh, to Democrat voters alerting them that they can vote in the upcoming Republican primary because our General uh, Assembly won't listen to the will of the people to close our primaries, even though it's been recommended. i got to change slides. Thank you, Jason. Look at this slide. That makes it a, a lot better. The mailer sent out to Democrat voters in Briggs District states, the law says you can vote in the GOP primary. Low turnout means your vote has a huge difference. To win the big fights, we need to win this election. Stand up for our schools and ourselves. Vote. They don't stand up for the kids. They don't stand up for the parents. They stand up for the schools and themselves. I could not possibly think of a better moniker that describes government education in Tennessee than stand up for our schools, the building, and stand up for ourselves. Because the kids aren't reading, they're not writing, and then we have rhinos continually and constantly making excuses and apologies for the lack of performance that their leadership is causing in this state. Although allegations that crossover voting is having a severe impact on elections in the volunteer state, it seems to be ignored by many in positions of authority. This mailer serves as proof that Democrats and left-leaning organizations are, in fact, encouraging crossover voting, also known as crossover rating. By Democrats in Republican primaries, many concerned Republicans charge that this is a tactic used to secure that rhinos get elected, and by golly, it is. Now listen, y'all need to give me some money. I'm just going to go ahead and put it out there. When I coach people, and I may have said this before, and I apologize if I repeat myself, but this has been on my mind. When I coach people in painting, they will often say, Brandon, I don't want to go into the painting business because there's too much competition. And I've always replied to them, well, if there's a lot of competition, that means there's demand. If there's no competition, then probably don't do that thing because there's no demand for it. So listen, everybody says they want right-wing media, conservative media. We've only got two media outlets in the state. I am the only one exclusively focused on Tennessee, and yet we only have about 4% of our subscribers that support us. Well, what does that tell me? There ain't much demand for it. There's a bunch of gum flapping about it. And there's a bunch of complaining and pissing and moaning about it, but there ain't a bunch of money going to it. And I tell you what, you look at somebody's wallet and their pocketbook and their bills, and I can tell you where, they, where their value is. And conservatives have to quit giving conservatively, as liberals give liberally in Tennessee, if we are going to maintain a red state and push back some of this left-leaning corporate influence. I'm going to encourage you and guilt you into going to tennesseeconservativenews.com slash support. You're not going to get any greater value than what you give to us. I make zero dollars from this. I put money into this, okay? Help me put less into it. I'm pulling my weight. You pull yours. And when you give any amount, you will get two bumper stickers mailed to you. One of them says, Proud Tennessee Conservative. I love it when I go down the road and see these on cars. I have seen quite a few. It heartens me. Uh, a Don't California My Tennessee bumper sticker. You'll get that. You'll get this directly directory rather it's soon to be outdated and hopefully it has some more conservative people on it of all of your state reps and state senators and finally if you give fifty dollars or more or if you give a recurring donation of ten dollars or more and buddy we need those recurring donations you'll get this proud tennessee conservative tumbler and you can use this this is like a magic eight ball you can put uh you can put chicken bones in here or whatever other augury element that you use shake it up uh pour it out on the table and it will tell you who will win any election 
It also really improves your odds at Yahtzee. So I recommend you get this. Please go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Put your money where your mouth is, and we will have more conservative news outlets because we need the demand for conservative news, and you're the ones that supply it when you give us a donation. All right, and somebody gave us a $500 donation just out of the blue. Mike, I believe that's your name. I'm going to be calling you just to thank you. I appreciate that. Happened this week while I was moving in. Occasionally, I'll just get really generous people out there that will give a larger-than-average contribution. If you can't do that, that's fine. But, buddy, it helps, and it keeps me from having to dump my family's money into it. And we've had a lot going out with this house, and i I gotta got to get this thing supporting. Now, we got a story here about Mark White. Mark White was all upset with me and sent me an email because he was on the Rhino Report. Couldn't figure out why he was on the Rhino Report. Well, if you read the Rhino Report, you'll know that Mark White voted against um, stopping illegal immigrant uh, children from being funded by taxpayers. It is not the responsibility, in my opinion, of Tennessee taxpayers to fund the education of people that have entered our country illegally. That is not our responsibility. We've got enough troubles in our state. We don't need that. We don't need the disruption in the classroom. We don't need that. We need to look after Tennessee kids first. Another thing that he would not vote for is a bill, very simple, that would have allowed the bottom 10% of kids in crappy schools. And, buddy, when you only got a third of your kids reading, if you're in the bottom 10%, imagine how bad that school is. Terrible. Wouldn't even vote to allow those kids an opportunity to get out. And now you got this. And you wonder why you make it on the Rhino reports. Because you're a rhino. And he's on the Education Committee, where a lot of these good bills are killed. I hope somebody runs against him next time around. He told me that he thought it was a good, um, that he, did, he must be doing a good job because he didn't have an, an opponent. And I was like, well, Joe Biden, if he decides to run, he probably won't have an opponent either. Is, is Joe doing a good job? So here's the kind of stuff. House Education Committee Chair use, is going to use his influence to block charter schools in the General Assembly. This is great. This will really help kids. This will really help kids because it's all about the kids, Mark White says. Mark White, who currently serves as the chair of the Tennessee House of Representative Education and Administrative Committees, boasts that Governor Lee's plan to allow Hillsdale College to operate charter schools in Tennessee has been shattered, despite White's claim uh, to be a long supporter of school choice, which he's not. He would have voted for some of these school choice bills if he was, and now here he is again. He's in the pocket of the teachers' unions. Memphis Republican, there, there's another sign that you've probably got somebody that's from one of the most liberal areas in the whole state that's falling apart at the seams, voiced his opinion to Hillsdale College president and claimed he was attempting to dismantle opposition to the charter school initiative by launching disparaging remarks for ten Tennessee teachers. Uh, White wrote, when the General Assembly convenes again next January, any hope that Hillsdale will operate in Tennessee has been shattered. What did he say? What were the terrible things that he said? Now, they did cherry-pick one sentence out of the entire thing that Hillsdale president said. He said, teachers are trained in the dumbest part of the dumbest colleges in the country. When I went to Jacksonville State University, one of the majors that folks often picked was education if they didn't want to have to study real hard. And that was just a fact. And they do get some of the goofiest instruction. They have to follow some of the goofiest rules. They end up truly coming from some of the worst colleges in the country. 
If I were presiding over an education system that was so broken that only a third of the kids could read, I don't think I would be I don't think I would care about the fact that somebody says that our educational system is broken because it's a it's a fact. I'd be more worried about the fact that my performance and the performance of Republicans in general on educational issues in Tennessee is abysmal. They can celebrate, roll out some new program, throw some money at something, but the fact of the matter is Republicans are failing at education at all levels in Tennessee. Failing. Utter failure. The biggest part of the budget is getting bigger and bigger, and the results get worse and worse. The schools aren't safe in many cases. The kids can't read. They can't do math. They can't get a job. I'm sorry, Mr. White. Why don't you focus on the fact that you have sucked at your job instead of worrying about what somebody else says? I mean, if you're over the education committee and, and this is your performance, you need to be fired. Who else? Who else could possibly only deliver results a third of the time and stay in business but government? Don't worry about what he says, Mark. Worry about what your results are because they suck. White acknowledged that the charter's, charter overall process lies outside the legislature, but says if any bill comes before the legislature and uh, dealing with uh, Hillsdale will be rejected. While the Hillsdale plan could potentially uh, provide an education alternative for some Tennessee students, White stated they will not be a part of the solution to Tennessee's educational system problems. Why? I bet you Hillsdale College would do a hell of a lot better job of educating kids than you have, buddy. Look at your performance. Where's your performance? In the absolute bottom, it's in the crapper. And the Tennessee Education Association, in the crapper. So don't y'all don't worry about what some stranger says. Y'all worry about your own job performance. That'd be my suggestion. Guys, get your tickets to the Tennessee Freedom Summit. We need you to be there. I want to shake your hand. I want to see you in person. You got to put your money, your feet, and your butt in the seat. Because if we don't get engaged in Tennessee, I'm telling you, we got a storm coming. And we're probably going to have four more years of Bill Lee. And Bill Lee is a corporatist. He is not a conservative. And we need as many people fighting, keeping up with what they're doing up there, so that we don't turn into a state that's just completely all about corporate welfare and the interest of left-leaning corporations. Because that is the biggest battle we have right now in Tennessee. And I need your help to fight, to fight it. I'd like to shake your hand. I'd like to see you in person. I'd like to get to know you. Go to TennesseeFreedomSummit.com. Hit that button. Now, I have been distracted here lately, epically, and it's a bad time to be distracted in the middle of an election. As I mentioned, uh, you know, we're building a home. We've been building it for two years. Uh, I picked the wrong general contractor. It was my fault. Um, for someone who coaches contractors for a living, you would think I would not have done that. But the plumbers flooded our house right before we moved into it. So they ripped up all the floors in about a third of the house. We got chimney leaks. We got front porch leaks. We got leaks coming in the back door. And so I'm, I'm worried about the water issue. Uh, we're, we got all kinds of things going on at the house. And so I've just been distracted. I'm like a turtle. I like to be in my shell. And I have been making the slow, painful process. I guess that would be a crab. A crab, and I'm kind of crabby, changes its shell. Um, so I'm, I need to go from one shell to another shell. And it's been very disruptive for me. My routine has been blown to bits. And I'm most productive when I'm in a routine. So if I'm slow to get back to you, if I've not been as responsive, please do give me some grace. Bear with me. We're doing the best we can over here. Go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com slash support. Help us out. Uh, continue to pray for our publication. I mean that. If you hear this right now, just stop what you're doing. 
pray that our editorial staff, that me, um, everybody involved in this publication would have wisdom. Uh, pray that uh, we would find the funding that we need to make this publication successful so we can reach more conservatives. Uh, it bothers me um, that more people don't have access to this information, but it costs money to find them. It costs money to write these articles, uh, and we can't do it without your support. So I uh, do pray for wisdom. Uh, do pray that our hearts would be in the right place as we fight for Tennessee. Uh, but, you know, a lot of people think that, um, that being a Christian is about uh, being completely peaceful, and they think that being a Christian is about never speaking out. It's about never having conflict. It's about constantly being in perfect accord with your fellow men and culture and the world. And as I read the Bible and, I, and as I read what uh, happened with the prophets and all of the disciples, I don't see much evidence of that. I see them in constant and almost continual conflict with princes and principalities. And so as Christians, as conservatives, we have to get in the fight. We have to get in the fight, and I need you to get in there with me. Uh, send your prayers. Send your donations. Send your little butt up to Nashville and join me at the Tennessee Freedom Summit. I'd love to see you. Brandon Lewis here signing off. We'll be getting these uh, endorsements out via email here shortly. If you need anything from me, you can reach me at brandon at tennesseeconservativenews.com. Hopefully I'll get back to you. Until next time, it's Lewis signing off.